You're listening to an excerpt of a conversation with Esther Perel and Lori Melikar, recorded at the Robert Wood Johnson Foundation in September 2018. Please enjoy this unedited discussion. Well, I did have a, um, wanted to, this is something else I think we talked about a long time ago, um, thinking about advice that you gave to your children. So you made the point this morning that in America, sex is, a, is, a, is the risk factor as opposed to um, uh, unprotected sex or something that yes, we might care more about being irresponsible. Um, how do you, and you know, this may be personal, but how do you help parents think about how they should be talking about sexual health with their children and at what age and how does that? You start at age four mm. because at age four kids are theologians and they ask you where do we come from and where do we go? And so the, 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 the awareness of death and, and, and birth is the natural leading to talking. Um, that's the first thing. And then you integrate it. You don't sit your kid down for the right moment. You integrate. Sex comes with affection, comes with love, comes with care, comes with sensuality, comes with self-soothing. It, and you, you, it's fundamental to understand that it's an integrated conversation. It's not a conversation about sexual health. It's a conversation about life. And in life, there's relationships. And in relationships, some of them include sexuality. And in the relationship to yourself, it includes sexuality. And it's part of being a human being. And from there, you, you tell stories. You know, when I, I used to like this person, you ask a five-year-old, do you have a boyfriend? Do you have a girlfriend? Is there someone you like more than others? You, that feeling emerges in us. It's not something, you know, you do nothing and you stay disaffiliated and then at 19, suddenly you stumble upon the great love. This is a, is a problematic narrative. You talk about you know, how, how nice it feels when, when you, I, I mean, one of the things I've, I have told about is that one of the times when my, one of my sons asked if he could bring a girl, they have, he happens to be into girls, and I said, yes, she can come, but I want to know her name and I want her here for breakfast. This is not a surreptitious thing you do in hiding while her parents don't know where she is. You either fundamentally believe that this is a part of human experience and connection and you treat it with respect and beauty and you don't do and you don't on the one hand criticize patriarchy and then feed into it who are you lady that you like my son and that he likes you let's meet sit at the table you didn't do anything dirty that you need to hide about that you need to be ashamed about or brag about for that matter which is equally the same extreme it just had a beautiful experience, a beautiful moment. The best scene at this moment about this is the scene in Call Me By Your Name between the father and the son. Ugh. Because the, the way in which he says to him, he was kind, he was good to you, he gave you an initiation into an experience that you will remember for life. And I didn't, then it talks about himself, but what he really says to him, let yourself feel that. It's a beautiful thing. You know, relationships are stories. Sexual adventures are stories. It's nice to have an, an interesting and an exciting and a beautiful story. You don't want a story with a bad aftertaste. It's a lousy story to live with. And when you accumulate a lot of those experiences in the course of growing up, as many people do these days, you become, eh, 